often our stressors are the stories we're telling us in our own head and sometimes the questions we ask ourselves. So I would say, ask yourself high quality questions. So a high quality question might be, what's the easiest way to do this? Or if I had a sense of humor right now, what might be amusing, you know, or if a good friend was in the same situation I'm in right now, what would I tell them? I mean, those are high quality questions. If you ask yourself a low quality question, like what is wrong with me? You're brain will tell you. (laughs) So you want to put the focus on what you can ask yourself that will shift you in the direction that you want to go. Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode 566. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton. And today, from Joyful Being Transformations, I am thrilled to introduce Kim McIntyre. Welcome, Kim. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Kim. I can't believe how I have just... I don't think I've even shared this at an event that we met at New Media Summit. When I started recording the podcast in 2016, I was getting rid of all the extra spaces. Like it sounded like I didn't breathe. Mm. And I was getting rid of all the ums, all the likes, all the you knows, all the bloopers. And I'm just going to leave that one in because, well, I'm, I'm going to pick on in a good way. But joyful being, how could we have a joyful life? if we're picking apart all the bloopers all the time, right? Yeah, bloopers are a part of life. You know, you got to laugh at them and enjoy them mm-hmm. if you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Kim, I would love if you would introduce yourself better to the audience than how I did, because I really didn't introduce you, but you know your story <laughs> better than anybody else. Sure, sure. I became basically a stress relief expert because I desperately needed effective ways to calm myself down and cope with stress and find ways to be more calm and centered. So for decades, I have been collecting tools and techniques. I'm the queen of how to and I just find it so much easier to be productive, to be centered, to be focused if you are taking care of yourself at the same time. So what I like to do is offer people things that they can integrate into their life, you know, so you don't have to like spend a fortune or spend a lot of money or a lot of time going off for, you know, a huge retreat or something. Most people don't have time for that. And vacations, even if you have them once a year, they don't necessarily hold for very long once you get home. So you want to be able to to have quick things that you can integrate into your life. And so that's what I love to teach. That's what I love to share. Well, sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation. <laughs> right? Well, have you ever you, had one of those? Like you need you to You have be- a lot of children, so I'm sure that would be the case for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I live near, uh, not too far from Disney, and you see the poor families at the end of the day just dragging after, you know, a day at a park. So, Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny that you brought Disney up. My husband and I wanted to take our family there this year, and I won't de- stamp this, but we were at a big box store, which I will let remain nameless, shopping for Halloween costumes last year, and the three littles started running off in all opposite directions. 
Mm. And we were thinking, if they can't even stay with us in this store, how the heck are we going to maintain them without leashes at Disney? It's just not going to happen. So we need to wait until that can happen. Plus, we needed to wait until they were all potty trained. But I can't even, oh, oh my gosh, that thought right now just exhausts me. Yeah. And I think, honestly, having seen families go through it, I think it is better when the kids are, you know, seven, eight, nine than it is at two or three because they don't remember it at two or three. So if you're going to spend all that time and money, you might as well have it be an experience that they can actually remember, you know? Absolutely. And my older boys, they're 13 and 16 right now. They were, they've sort of rolled their eyes at the thought, but I don't think (laughs) they understand that how magical it is even when you're that quote old it's going to be magical for me even at 40 yeah definitely there's so much for every age group there so yeah so you said that you got into this and I just want to make sure I understand properly you had to deal with your own stress Oh, yeah. I mean, I was always very shy and high strung as a kid. And it just was always easily stressed out, easily freaked out. Uh, A lot of fear that I had to overcome. And so I just was looking for things to feel better. You know, things that I that could make a difference in my life. And as I started learning more and more, then it just transformed gradually into me teaching. And I teach yoga now once a week and uh, I teach different classes and workshops and I really, really love teaching. Yeah. So that's that's how it kind of morphed from my own need for coping survival skills to, wow, this stuff is powerful. I want to share it with other people. Pardon me for putting you on a spot like this, but was was anybody in your family, like immediate family, high strung? I think a number of us were, but we were so raised with that Protestant don't show emotion thing that we kind of hid it all from each other. And I think as a kid, I maybe secretly thought I was crazy because I had so much busy thoughts and so much fear and stuff. And then I grew up and I realized, no, that's not true. I'm just wired that way, and I am much less wired that way these days because I do so much meditating and so many different things that I do that it changes you over time. It changes your brain over time. So I ask because I grew up in a high-strung family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was never a Thanksgiving where there wasn't a fight at the big family table because everybody. Mm. it was just so stressful, and I didn't really... I thought I was stressless until, well, actually, probably until, no, that would be a lie. I was about to say until my entrepreneurial journey began, but I would say until I really, wow, I'm defeating my own statement here because now I can keep on going back and back and back. I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect. Yes. Perfectionism is really dangerous for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever shared this on the podcast. I had horrible acne in high school. I put pressure on myself for my complexion, which didn't make my complexion any better, you know? No. And then how other people looked at me, I cared so much about that. And I wish almost that my kids could experience life as a 40-year-old before they experienced life as a teenager so that they just realized what we see as big deals now really isn't a big deal. Yeah, wouldn't that be great if we could go back with the knowledge that we have now? <laughs> so yeah. great. Now, yeah. Ken, I don't know if you know, but I went into the mental hospital in 2008. 
because I was sleep deprived and I was suicidal. And that was because I was working a full-time job. Then I was working my business at the time, basically full-time from like eight o'clock at night to four o'clock in the morning, thus the sleep deprivation, because then I would have to get back up at six. And to say I was stressed would be an understatement. And rather than look and I'm not trying to totally bash the healthcare system here, but yes, I'm going to bash the healthcare system. They didn't look at a lot of the factors that were causing the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So they treated the symptoms. They treated the anxiety and the depression with drugs rather than saying, well, maybe you need to sleep and maybe you need to take care of your thyroid. So I would right. love for entrepreneurs who are listening and are experiencing extreme levels of stress, anxiety, depression right now, what would be some of the fundamentals that you would recommend? Right. Well, self-awareness is a huge fundamental because earlier you were saying how, oh, I don't really think I was stressed. And then as you're going back, you're remembering, oh, no, I guess I was. And oh, yeah, I guess I was over here. And sometimes we tend to negate the stress we're under. So even just having body awareness, because here's the thing, if you're holding subtle tension in your body, chances are your mind's not anywhere productive or it's in maybe some worry mode. So one of the things that really helps is really slow, deep breathing breaks frequently. And I say that knowing that when new people show up to my yoga class, they think they deep breathe, but they really are not properly deep breathing. They're actually shallow deep breathing and proper deep breathing. As you inhale slowly and deeply, your belly naturally comes out a little bit. And as you exhale, it moves in. And if you're shallow breathing, you're just breathing in the very top of your lungs. And I tell you, just making that shift from shallow breathing to true deep breathing and then slowing the breath down so that you take five or six seconds for the inhale and five or six seconds for the exhale. You do two or three of those at different breaks throughout the day. And it's very calming, soothing and centering because most of the time we're just running on fast forward, especially as an entrepreneur you're just okay I finished that time for the next thing finish that time for the next thing and it's so funny I was actually listening today as I was driving to and from teaching yoga to an earlier podcast episode that you had with guest uh, Robert Plotkin where he was talking about technology and mindfulness I think it was one that aired last year it was like 388 or something and he was talking about this and I was so on board and aligned with everything he was saying that we have to practice pausing taking breaks and making space for you to even realize that you're stressed out amen to that I have to share with you that last year I I somehow got it into my head again oh the Prado principle, Prado principle of 25 minute intense work sessions followed by a five minute break. I was like, how the heck is that going to work for me? Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm so used to sitting here for so long that my butt hurts. Okay. So I decided to try it and I couldn't believe how 
extremely focused I would get during those 25 minutes, but I had to bribe myself. I was like, if you stop focusing on what you're supposed to focus on this 25 minutes, you got to do push-ups. After that first day, my arms hurt because I started like getting distracted. <laughs> but those five-minute breaks were amazing. And just today, I realized that icon is still looking at me, but I need to start using that again. Because what I find happens is that by the end of the day where I haven't been taking those breaks... My shoulders feel like they're up on my earlobes. Yep. Yep. And when you're taking that break, that's one of the things you can do if, if you have tension in your shoulders that tends to be habitual in those circumstances is while you're on that five minute break, as you inhale, just raise your shoulders up towards your ears. And as you exhale, drop them down and do that maybe five times, 10 times. And that just helps let go of that tension in your shoulders. It's a really great one to do. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I cannot focus when my when I'm just so knotted up like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and and it really does make a difference. What you said is you can focus so much more easily. You know, people think, oh, I don't have five minutes or I don't have ten minutes to take a break, but the amount of productivity that you get and the amount of being able to focus more clearly that you get from that is huge. And here's the other payoff creativity. So creativity, true creativity comes from a relaxed state. It doesn't come from a wound in knots state. And so when you have your creativity functioning, you might see a pathway that you didn't think of to get something done easier, you know? And if you're, if you don't take that break, you don't give your brain room to consider other options. Absolutely. Kim, in 2016, I went into another one of these sleep-deprived downward spirals, and mm -hmm. I thought, and this was during this round of my entrepreneurial journey, I thought that I just had to keep on pushing, pushing, pushing. I was hearing hustle constantly. Mm -hmm. I can't stand that word. To be totally <laughs> honest, the word hustle just makes me want to yak. But everywhere that I was looking, it was all about working harder, working harder, working harder, you know, got to put in the work. I think I was just in the wrong circle because nobody was saying you got to take care of yourself too. And I crashed, like quite literally crashed. And I realized that I needed to flip my sleep cycle. Instead of sleeping two hours a night, I needed to sleep, you know, my six to eight, whatever I do. I don't even use an alarm anymore unless I'm traveling mm -hmm. and I need to be up at a certain time. Because I plan my schedule accordingly now. But I, what I realized is that when I started sleeping eight hours a night rather than two, a task that was taking me eight hours started taking two. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you convince yourself and motivate yourself to make that shift? Because that's what tricks people up. This is definitely not positive, but it's productive that I need to share it. I was laying in bed in July of 2016 trying to figure out how to kill myself. Mm. And I started praying. My faith is really big to me. And mm -hmm. I have a brother who died in 2013, and it, that is still being investigated. He was an entrepreneur, and some officials think that that may have been assisted suicide. Mm. So I was praying, God, please help me, please help me. You know, and my family can't handle another one of these. Mm. And and it just, I had a experience. That's the best way I can say it. 
I had an experience, and I woke up the next morning and told one of my friends about it, and she sent me over to Danielle Laporte's website, and then I started doing a lot of listening and researching, and then I got sent over to Brendan Burchard, and I thought, until that moment, that high performance meant push, 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 hustle, 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 but Brendan's talking about how we have to sleep and drink water and take care of ourselves and start saying no. Yes. And it never occurred to me that I could say no. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. It's it's just this push, 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 push in a lot of areas of our culture, especially in entrepreneurship. I remember I was going to, uh, I went to a Tony Robbins event last year and a couple of the speakers who, who I won't name, they were like really high profile out there business guys. And both of them were bragging that they don't sleep. And I'm sitting there going, oh no, you know, someday you're going to pay the price for that. You know, you have to sleep. The body has to sleep. And we know this. It's just, and you lose time by not sleeping. And so I am a big proponent of sleep and really starting the process towards sleep like an hour before you want to go to sleep to start that winding down so that when you get to bed, you can sleep, you know, because sometimes as entrepreneurs, you have a lot of shall we say, busy mind about all the things you have to do or should be doing. And it's almost like sometimes what I'll do is I'll just write all that down, write it all out, get it out of my brain, almost like vomiting it onto paper. And then I go, okay, that's for tomorrow or that's for next week. And right now, just breathing and resting is really what's important. Absolutely. I would love to know what that hour looks like for you. What do you do? For me, sometimes, well, I write in my gratitude journal at the end of the day. I might take a bath. I have different rituals that I do at bedtime like that. I maybe do a little deep breathing as I'm doing my gratitude journal. And then it's self-care, like making time to floss my teeth and use my skincare routine. And But that's all very important and it takes time. And I have little bedtime calcium supplements and stuff that I take and a little drink and tea drink, a hot drink that goes with it. And I really start all of that process, even if I do some of that while I'm still hanging out on the couch watching TV with my husband, I will start that process, you know, and then as I'm going to sleep, I might listen to a podcast or a guided relaxation if I needed a little bit more extra relaxation, like if I still felt like I was a little bit tense, I could put on something that was specifically to relax me to listen to. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I don't normally do this during a podcast, but I'm activating my phone right now. I found last week an app, which I'm absolutely, or I have a couple on my phone, which I'm loving. Calm is one. Mm, I've heard of that one, yeah. And then Abide is the one I just found last week. Now, my faith, as I already said, is really important to me, but Abide puts uh, scripture to mm. meditation, uh, to like nature sounds. And oh, lovely. guides you through meditation with with scripture. And I've it blew me away because I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so there's so many resources out there these days. You know, so many things that you can just have on your phone and enjoy whenever you want. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I have personally found for myself though that I can't 
necessarily use those two at night because the meditations, I want them to be longer. I would love to be able to fall asleep to them. Mm-hmm. And while there are definitely those nights that I crash immediately, the five to 15 minutes, I generally want more. So mm-hmm. I, I've gotten back into the hard copy book habit. And I don't necessarily mean hardcover, but mm-hmm. being a podcaster, I have people wanting to send me ebooks all day long. And I, I've gotten over feeling bad for asking for hard copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, of course, actually reading, like that's another thing I'll sometimes do is like, just pick up a magazine. I like, you know, science type magazines and I'll just read that until my eyes start to get heavy and then roll over and go to sleep. So yeah. Absolutely. I found those. And I do try. I know people I say I'm trying to abolish try from my from my vocabulary. I try to remember to to record gratitude every day, but I'm I don't always do that, but I do journal every day and I found that reading. I have to have my journal right next to me because even though I'm calming my brain down, mm-hmm. reading just makes the ideas flow sometimes. Yeah. So, bang bang bang. Yeah. Now, I want to throw this out there just because I've found it has worked for me and I'd love to get your opinion. There have been times that I've been super anxious, even since getting my sleep schedule back on. And somebody introduced me to CBD oil. What are your thoughts on CBD oil? I think if it works for you, great. I mean, it it's minus the part that gets you high. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. I think I, sometimes if I'm particularly wound up at night, I will take a CBD oil capsule to just ensure a little easier drifting off to sleep. Yeah. Thank you. There have been a few people who are concerned, you know, about me getting high. But listeners, as Kim just said, it's minus yeah, minus the, T- the THC. The THC is not in there. You know, so it's you don't get high from it. And I think people who use marijuana for getting high would be very disappointed with CBD oil because it doesn't really have any effects like that other than a little bit more relaxed, you know, so definitely. And the, the relaxation for me is pretty close to immediate. And I actually have the opposite reaction to pot as a lot of people do sometimes i've actually been jealous of people who get the whole relaxed stoned experience because it makes me more anxious and stressed oh it's definitely not for you <laughs> yeah no and i'm th- i'm thankful for that that's not something i need to be spending yeah no nope. yeah definitely not definitely yeah. not so what is another daily practice that you would recommend well i think everybody is different so it's really finding what works best for you. I find moving the body somehow very, very helpful. So one thing I like to do, because I have a thing about that I, if I'm not careful, will just move from thing to thing to thing to thing on my to-do list and not pause. So sometimes what I do, there's two things. Number one, when I check something off on my to-do list, which in itself is a reward for me, I, I love checking things off my list, I will, instead of use a check mark, I'll put a little smiley face and then cross the thing off. And then 
a few times a day, make myself do a happy dance. Whether I feel like doing a happy dance or not, I will put a smile on my face and take 10 or 15 seconds to just dance around a little bit. And honest to God, it just makes a huge shift. And, and that might be a little bit extreme for some people. I am absolutely loving that. I want to know what your happy dance music is. I actually don't even use music. My happy dance is me just feeling happy. I don't even take the time to put on music, although sometimes I can. I'm trying to think of one that I that I like. You know, there's a silly one that I really love called the hamster dance, which is really meant to be a kid's song, but it's these little hamsters singing di di da di da do do di da di di do. Anyway, it makes me very happy. So I'm going to have to put a link to that in the show notes. Yeah, so but it can be with music or it doesn't have to be with music. It can just be moving your body because whether it's taking a walk or dancing or even just going up and down the stairs a few times in your house, moving your body is amazing self-care and it's a great way to let go of stress and shift your focus. Yeah. And the other thing that I, one thing I didn't mention is I'm also a certified laughter leader. So I teach people That's how to think. Crack themselves up. Yes, that is a thing. <laughs> I went and got trained for it. And it's basically leading groups of people in something called laughter exercise. And some people might have heard it called laughter yoga, where it's really laughing for no reason. Now, if you go on YouTube, and you look up laughter yoga, you will see all kinds of crazy antics and people doing that. But for me, I do it in the most pure form, which is, is you just laugh. And it takes 15 to 20 seconds. You laugh for no reason. You just make an imitation of laughter. And it doesn't matter if it's fake because your body can't tell the difference between the fake laughter and the real thing. And it will shift your body, shift your mood, even if it's just a little bit. And I remember there's a particular laugh, and I can leave you the show note, uh, the link to this, the show notes too. I have a, a laughter exercise called the silent laugh, which is sometimes easier for people who've never done laughter exercise to do. And it's completely silent. And I demonstrate how to do it in a YouTube video. And anyway, I tell people to do that in restrooms. Like... <laughs> public restaurants if they need a break to go and shut themselves in the stall and do a little silent laughter and really shift their mood and the first time I ever did it in a public restaurant I was going to a networking event and I was so nervous I went and I'm like okay gonna practice what I preach I did the silent laugh the fact that there were women doing their makeup but the mirror didn't know I was in there doing it cracked me up even more and I went and I was relaxed and I had the best time and I met a lot of great people so it's just a very quick, simple thing you can do if you're willing to give it a go. Oh, my gosh. You've got me cracking up inside right now just thinking about <laughs> actually being in the stall and not doing a silent laugh. <laughs> and just the faces yeah. that you would probably see of those same women outside. Like you mean doing a full out loud laugh? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. from inside the stall. So, so you. You and I met at New Media Summit in Austin, Texas, and the one before that was in San Diego, and I just got to share with you, I got such a laugh in the ladies' room. I happened to go into the stall that had no toilet paper, mm -hmm. and I had just shared from stage, positive productivity is not about perfection. You know, I, I think I say it at every single one. And I knew there were a few other ladies in the restroom. I was like, can somebody help me? They're like... They recognized my voice. Kim, what do you need? I was like, I'm falling in. <laughs> I was like, no, I actually just need toilet paper. There's none in here. 
And, oh my gosh, yeah, it was it was so much fun. I'm gonna actually going to put these links into the show notes, just in case you ever, listeners, have trouble finding something to laugh at. I don't know how it happens, but I managed to catch my kids doing the funniest things. One in the Selvies is actually, I'm going to pick on the one daughter who always does it, Zelda. She's a handful. If you ever need to borrow her, it will cost you a lot. But um, <laughs> yeah, she's my precious. But there was one day I was recording and I don't, I think it was one of the first times I had ever done a video and I have the video or my phone recording and I'm like, who's that? Who's that? And she was not, probably like a year old and I got her laughing so hard that all of a sudden snot flew out of her nose (laughs) but she will come and pick up my phone she knows my pin code now actually she doesn't I just got a new phone and I changed the pin code because my daughters want they're four and five they want to make their own YouTube station Uh. so they were taking my phone and going and recording videos of themselves that's so funny. Appropriate videos, but it was just, right. you know, but she would yeah. just go through my videos because she wanted to see that one. And then there's another one where she sharpied her face with green, thick Sharpie marker. Oh, no. And I, that was my first ever Facebook Live. And I got her on my lap and I was like, Zelda, what did you do? And she says, I colored my face and I can't get it off. And then she's got green lips and she smiles big. You see these pearly whites come out. It, oh, it was like Wicked Witch. Who's it? Wicked Witch of the East? The green-faced one? I don't remember, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Would you wow. say that laughter is the best medicine? Well, I think it's an excellent complementary medicine. Let me put it that way. Because you don't want to stop taking medicine if you really need medicine. But it really does work quickly and fast and it's fun. So I just love it. And you're also 30 times more likely to laugh when you're with other people than when you're by yourself. So getting out and being with people more, laughter more naturally happens. Like if you're not up for doing laughter exercise, then just spend more time with people who make you laugh or, you know, have a game night or something that gets laughter going. I mean, just laughter is just fantastic for you. In my house, my kids are just always the target. There's so much laughter in our house, but I hate to say it because it sounds like I'm a mean mom. It's usually for the kids ganging up on a fifth one. And the fifth one rotates. I mean, I have a 13-year-old son and a 16-year-old son, and they both talk to girls. Mm -hmm. The rest of the house will just chime in. So-and-so's got a girlfriend. And it, it just creates such laughter amongst the kids that my husband and I just can't help but laugh. And the boys get embarrassed while it's going on because they're on the phone, but then they turn around and do it to the other one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a a YouTube video where while I was trying to film YouTube videos, my cat kept interrupting Mm. and jumping in the middle of the shot. And so I just made a montage of that and put it on YouTube of my cat interrupting my shot. And it is, it is very cute and adorable, you know? So yeah, kids are a great source of laughter and pets and, you know, you just have to know what your sense of humor is and actually actively proactively look for things that make you laugh, as well as proactively having a plan of knowing what your stressors are and knowing what helps you with them. What are your stressors? Well, my current stressor is learning QuickBooks. So (laughs) you and I both. Okay, listeners, I don't normally timestamp 
but we are recording on April 9th. Tax day is six days away. I messaged my accountant last night. Are you going to have time to look at what I did in QuickBooks? Because I don't think I did it right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I ended up, when I was learning it, I ended up finding an accountant. I actually found her from a YouTube video who would screen share with me and teach me how to use it. And she, it was done on Zoom, so she recorded it so I can refer back to that screen share when I need to figure out I have gone through and written down where the timestamps were and how she, where she taught me different things. So I can go back to that video. And that's really, really helpful. And I think that's a, that's a key for people, too, is getting the right support with things that stress you out. And, yeah, so, so that's helpful. And then the other thing I do when I'm working on it is I do, similar to what you said with the 25-minute timer, I do task reward. So I'll work for 20 minutes and then I'll take that five minute break and reward. So during the five minute break, I'm not only relaxing, I'm giving myself something that feels pleasurable, whether it's going to pet my cat and hear them purr or go stick my feet in the pool or doing something that feels like a reward to me for sitting for that time. And I found actually when I was first setting the QuickBooks up and watching her video and everything, I actually did that all day long. So I got a full day's work in doing it that way. Whereas if I'd done it the way I did it before and just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed with my, like you're talking about with your shoulders up towards your ears, I wouldn't have lasted more than two hours, you know? So it helped me to be able to stay there in the long run. And I often use the story of the tortoise and the hare because slower is sometimes faster because you get that push, push, push like the hair and then you break down like you're talking about that you broke down in 2016 and 2008 because you were doing the hair thing. You were pushing yourself past where you needed to go and you stopped and, you know, midway and you had to recover from that. Whereas if you're going at a steady, slow pace at your own pace, you get to the finish line actually faster, even though it looks like you're going slower. Absolutely. I love that. Leading up to the 2016 crash, yes, there were all the people that were talking about hustle, but I was also putting too much weight on all the supposed successes that I saw on social media, particular, particular, I can never say that word. Particularly? Yes, thank you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it didn't occur to me that, number one, we only see half-truths sometimes on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I can't be measuring myself when I don't know if it's a half-truth or a whole truth. Definitely. And my, I just need to share my current stressor is myself in scarcity mindset, which has been an ongoing struggle for me. Stop saying yes to things you shouldn't say yes to just because you're afraid of what will happen if you say no. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Whether people realize it or not, ourselves are always, ourself is always the biggest stressor. Because it's it's not necessarily the event that's happening outside you. It's how you're reacting to that event. It's what your thoughts and stories you're telling yourself about that event that build up the worry and build up the stress within you. Not that external circumstances can't be stressful. They are, of course. But learning to be centered in the middle of that stress can be done with practice. Hmm. Yeah. Just last week... Or this past weekend, I started reading Girls Stop Apologizing. 
Oh, I saw that. Uh, I was thinking about getting it on Audible. Do you like it? I am loving it. And I think men will have a lot to learn from it, too. But considering it's called Girl, Stop Apologizing, there's so much truth just in the first... I've only gotten through the introduction so far. Mm -hmm. But all the excuses that women can make for not taking it to the next level, she was pinpointing me exactly in Mm. that introduction. And even just talking about how she had her own business, but she's she has a number of children and she felt guilty for sharing that she was a mompreneur because she didn't want the people who admired the fact that she was, you know, such a a good mom doing all the crafty stuff, you know. The stuff that I would love to do if there was time, but I have to realize I have to give myself grace that there's not time in the day for everything. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't share the fact that she also had a business because she was afraid of getting called out. But I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and a lot of stress on ourselves when we can't just be real. Yeah. And yeah, being definitely. real, like you said before, we have to be real with ourselves first and then we can start being real with everybody else. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. What was your biggest moment of being real with yourself? Hmm. I feel like it's a daily practice for me because I don't like having blind spots. So I'm blanking out on thinking one because I feel like if anything, I get sometimes too real with myself, meaning that I think, how do I answer that question? I'm really trying to process that. I guess if I'm getting real with myself, it's that I have to not necessarily get real in the sense of that perfectionism that you were talking about earlier. It's not about being perfect. It's about allowing myself to shine and be who I am, you know, to not be afraid of that, to show up as myself. And I think when I feel the most real, and I always say this, and I'm getting better and better at it, I want to live life the way I teach yoga, Because when I teach yoga, I show up and I'm real and I'm relaxed and I trust myself and there's confidence and ease. And it wasn't that way when I first started. The first year I taught, I did not feel that way. I felt a little bit of anxiety. But to just show up and be in my body and let the words flow through without having to plan out everything I'm going to say in advance and all of that, that's how I want to live my life. And more and more I have been expanding to be real in that way in my life. That is so beautiful. And on that note, I have a confession for you. Immediately after our call, I have to leave. I have a sporting event for a child to go to. So Mm -hmm. immediately before our call, I went and took a shower. I received an influencer box where basically I got a whole bunch of samples to try out and return for payment. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the things I had to try out, and I know, Kim, you will know that this is not really me, were spray-on hair coloring Hmm. that lasts through one shower. Well, to be totally honest, it didn't even last through my sleep last night. And I now have purple and blue on my pillowcase. No big deal. It will wash (laughs) off. It was not in my hair, but it was in my scalp. So I looked in the mirror like right before, well, okay, I gave myself enough time, but I had blue scalp I was like oh "Oh my gosh okay when I said earlier that I wish our children could you know live their 40s before they go back to their teenage years 
the one who's in the sporting event tonight is the one that I was particularly picking on. Oh my gosh, I said it. Did you hear that? I said particularly. Um, <laughs> you did. You said yes. it. Yeah. So if I showed up at Blue at his sporting event with Blue Scalp, I was going to be embarrassed for the fact that he was embarrassed. If that right. Happened. And how is it? You know, I could have easily explained, oh, I got this influencer box. Yes, this is day two here. I just need to, you know, go home, wash my head, and it will be out. I didn't yeah. need to take a shower, but I put yeah. that stress on myself. Yeah, Plus or, you know, <laughs> you could put a hat on, too. You know? Oh, absolutely true. <laughs> I have a hat that actually says, mom hair don't care. <laughs> there you go. And my littles know what it says. They love it when I wear it. They just don't understand, like, really how true it is to me, because... That's how I walk around most of my week. Mom hair don't care. Mm-hmm. I got to find that hat, by the way. Thank you. That was genius. <laughs> you just saved me a whole bunch of... Okay, that makes me sound gross. Yes, listeners, I'm still going to shower quite regularly. But I, I wouldn't have needed to shower quickly between podcast interviews. Right, right. That's not a relaxing shower when you have like, oh my God, I got to be ready by a certain time. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Plus... I know you don't have to do this for cats, but for my kids, we have one bath. Oh, this is the other stress. So I'm working as hard as I am right now because I'm working for an addition to our house because we have one bathroom on the main floor, which for the most part, all seven of us use. So when I'm taking a shower, I need to leave the door unlocked so the little ones can get in to go pee. So I'm trying to take my shower and they keep on going, coming in and out and asking me questions. Mama, are you in there? And I just want to say, no, I'm not in here. The water's just <laughs> running. I think, you know what? I need to start the silent laughter practice in the shower. That would be yeah. a brilliant place for it. Yeah, I actually yeah. have a friend who used the non-silent version with her kids. Like they would be fighting in the backseat of the car and she just started cracking up really loudly. And they stopped fighting and looked at her and like, mom, what is going on? <laughs> oh, I love that. A couple months ago, actually... The 13-year-old, the one I was talking about earlier, he and I were driving home from daycare together. And they were fighting in the background. I was like, Robert, pull up that Taylor Swift goat song on YouTube. <laughs> and every time they yell at each other, just go to the to the goat part. Do you know what song I'm talking about, Kim? I really don't. But now I got to go look it okay, up. <laughs> you got to look it up. <laughs> and oh, my gosh. It got them all laughing. Because every time they, like, they got annoyed with each other, he would just... Listeners, I'll put it in the show notes, thekimsutton.com <laughs> forward slash PP566, I think. But it's just so funny. And it just, we just need those little life hacks yeah. that make us happy and stress-free. Yeah, definitely. Very, very important. Yeah. And if you're aware, you're on the lookout for them, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Kim, I have loved every single second of our chat today. How do you work with clients? And for those listeners who want to know more about you, where can they go to learn more? Uh, Well, my website is joyfulbeing.com. And I'm actually more of a teacher than a one-on-one working with people. I've done some of that, but more it's courses and things that I'm in the process of designing online courses like in meditation and worry relief and things like that. So that's stay tuned for that. But right now what you can get at my website is if you sign up for my 
e-newsletter, it, you get a stress relief tool once a week in your inbox, a reminder that stress relief is important through that e-newsletter. And you also get a downloadable MP3 that takes you on a mini beach vacation. It's very, very relaxing. It's like a 10-minute beach vacation in a download. So all of that's available on my website, along with I have all kinds of other resources on my resources page with different tricks and tools. And also on my frequently asked question page, you can also see my links to social media on Facebook and on my YouTube channel. I also post a lot of, we didn't talk that much about the positive mindset aspect today, but my YouTube channel is very much focused on that, developing a positive mindset in addition to stress relief, because my motto is really less stress, more joy. So yes, we want to have less stress. We also want to have more joy and happiness in our lives. You had me at beach meditation. (laughs) It's great. I mean, I went and I recorded it right at the beach with my fancy microphone. And then I put some guided relaxation on top of it. And it's it's really delicious. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go get that. Kim, thank you so much again. Do you have a parting piece of advice or a golden nugget that you can offer to listeners? Well, on that positive mindset piece, I would say, often our stressors are the stories we're telling us in our own head and sometimes the questions we ask ourselves. So I would say, ask yourself high quality questions. So a high quality question might be, what's the easiest way to do this? Or if I had a sense of humor right now, what might be amusing, you know, or if a good friend was in the same situation I'm in right now, what would I tell them? I mean, those are high quality questions. If you ask yourself a low quality question, like what is wrong with me? You're brain will tell you. (laughs) So you want to put the focus on what you can ask yourself that will shift you in the direction that you want to go. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level.